we're finally here. Um, I'd just like to welcome everybody to the Future Leader Experience Show. Uh, we are very pleased to have our first guest. Uh, this is our first show. We've been preparing for a few months now. We've got our studio set up. We've got our first guest, like I said, who I'm going to introduce to you soon. Uh, but before we get into things, I'd just like to say a few words about what we, what F Future Leader X is and what the Future Leader Experience show is. Um, like many people, many young people, I've been to university uh, four years, you pay a lot of money, uh, and you get good, ed very good ed education, but one of the things that I felt that university didn't teach as well was perhaps the soft skills, the things that you need to get into jobs, get into different, uh, well, how to pass an interview, for example. Yes, they, they offered extracurricular stuff, but it wasn't really hammered down. It was really theoretical and not real world. So what we would like to do at Future Leader X and on this show is really interview the leaders of today so that we can inspire the leaders of tomorrow. And we have uh, somebody who you know I respect hugely today for my our, our first show. Um, he he's recently well, well he's a recent graduate. Um, well, not this not as recent as uh, I mean last year you graduated last year didn't you? Yeah. And um, and he's now an associate. Am I? Yeah, am I'm, right? an asso I'm an associate. An associate at uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers. Troopers, uh, <laughs> got to get that right, PwC, one of the big four uh, financial service companies, uh, and yeah, I'd like to welcome Mr. Chapman to the, to the show. Hi there. Hi there, Cole. Uh, it's, it's great to have you here, obviously. No, it's good to be here. It's, uh, obviously, we're here with our Two meters apart. Two Can't meters apart, social distancing. We're, we're, we're keeping, we're playing by the rules. We're playing by the rules. Just trying to get through this like the rest of us, really. Yep. Uh, now, um, a bit of silence there. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> this is new, by the way, this is new for, this is new for me. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to edit that out, but we'll, 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 we'll try. Uh, <laughs> but... Here we are, Cole. What a world we're living in right now, eh? I know. Honestly, this is the first time I've put on real clothes in about three months, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not seeing you in a, <laughs> you know, across our Zoom calls, I'm not seeing you in a uh, college shirt or let alone jacket. Honestly, I've barely even worn a shirt most of the time. <laughs> so, how's it, how's it been for you well, during this uh, lockdown? <clears throat> well, prior to lockdown... Uh, PwC decided uh, about two weeks prior, so about mid-March, we decided to preemptively sort of sort of jump the gun in a way, and we all started working from home unless you had to. And really, I'd say for us, it was kind of an easy transition. I know a lot of companies really struggled with it. We worked a lot on client site. We work a lot away from our office anyway, so we already have the provisions in place. All of it. We don't. We don't really have a desk in our office. We come in. We bring our 
our work laptops, they're the centre of our world. We do all our work on them and we can take them anywhere. So I'd say we had it easier than most, but it's still been quite difficult, obviously. I usually have a very client-facing job. Yes. It's really... I, I also considered myself a bit of an introvert after a while, but after this, I sort of want to go out and speak to everyone every day. I didn't realise how kind of introverted I was at first. I thought I could happily live in my little bubble at home, uh, do my work, do my own thing. But no, it's, it's been very tough, and I know speaking to a lot of other colleagues and as well outside of work, a lot, a lot of my friends have really been struggling. I know, I know yourself, you've been struggling a bit, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bit different for me because I've been, um, I've been into the office um, pretty much the whole of uh, lockdown. And um, it's it, it has been it has been interesting because we all um, we all are struggling in some way. Even if you are able to go into the office, you still uh, things run so much slower. Especially when you're in a law firm, you need printers to work. And if something goes down, you know we're 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 not quite at the stage yet where we're um, offering a, offering a, a paperless service. But it's 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 yeah, it's been really tough. And when people have been on furlough, your job uh, increases. You take on other people's work that you're not used to. So um, it's, been, it's been a real, yeah. real struggle for a lot of people. I mean, I mean, the, the lives lost in this, in this crisis has been, it's been tragic. It's been um, a lot of people have, have unexpected, you know. It's yeah. just hit people on it. It's, it yeah. it, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a huge... Uh, Travesty. Yeah. And I think while we're sat here, obviously, complaining about our jobs, while still in gainful employment, we do have to sort of have a bit of a perspective and realise that, really, um, we're sort of okay. And while it is a struggle, and I know uh, a lot of people in the end have, have lost their jobs, so... I think it's I think it's good that we bring it we bring a little bit of perspective that yeah, of course, we are of quite course. okay. And at the end of the day, whose job matters when it's people's lives being lost? Yeah. Obviously it's a tragedy and we just hope that these things can keep on improving and I'm somewhat positive, you know, but really no one knows and just out and there's also the sort of indirect damage of the virus as well to the economy, people's livelihoods, the adverse effects of that on people's health. Yeah. We don't really know the toll of it. But all we really have to do is try and get through it. Really, I mean. I mean, what, do you do? You have any? Do you, oh, well, we're we're both as uh, Bilbo was saying. You know, we're 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 both without medical degrees, sitting here arguing about when we think it's going to end. But could, do you think it's going to end soon? Do you, can you see? I mean, we've 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 eased a lot of the lockdown measures, but at the end of the day. I everything I thought about it in terms of the length of the lockdown, the severity of it has been wrong. So I don't think I think I'm very, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm very uned, I think I'm very not educated in that way at all. Yeah. So it's best. No, of course, of course. We should probably stick within our remit, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I, 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 I agree. I mean, all we can hope for is that it ends soon. We can return to some sort of normality. I think everybody wishes that. I mean. Towards the end of uh, things starting to be, um, things starting to to, to, to ease, ease up, yeah, to ease, ease up, up with, with 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 people being allowed to go back into shops. Just before then, I could already see 
because I go into town every day in Manchester, uh, people were starting to get frustrated. You can, you can, it was a vis- visible um, tension in the air. And no, it was, it, and, and I think that, you know, with them trying to reintroduce these face masks, um, We've seen a lot of people complain about the foggy glasses. I, I think we're gonna, there's going to be a huge uh, build-up of irritation. Uh, but if it's to save, save lives, of course, uh, I, I, don't, I think it's a very, very small price to, 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 to pay, really. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I imagine, at the end of the day, what, what is a job to someone's life? Mm. No, that's quite hard. So, enough about the doom and gloom. Uh, well, we're here today, you know, to, to talk to you. I mean, you and I go, we go way back. Just we, a bit. Yeah, just, just a, a bit. bit. So, like, full disclosure, Cole and I went to school together. Um, we both were injured, actually, uh, so we didn't play sport for, for a period, period of time. And we were forced to... What, what were we forced to do? We're, we're forced we're, to be... In, we're forced in the to same, sit, forced in, the same, in a room together. In, in a room together and... and, and, and do, do our work. homework. Yeah, yeah, which I think we were quite successful at doing. But at the same time, we developed a very, you know, long, strong uh, relationship that's lasted nearly a decade. I know. If I'd have, if I'd have avoided that tackle in rugby, <laughs> I would... You wouldn't be saying it today. No, I wouldn't be. When, you know, maybe my life would have turned out better, maybe it would have turned out worse. Well, Who knows? I like, I like to think that it would have, you know, we, 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 we complement each other's lives and... Uh, I'm very happy that you're here today. We're both in Manchester. It's been a long time, long time apart. Yeah, long time apart. It's very nice to see you today. Um, So I I know for one that I was very proud to hear you get accepted. um, Yeah, into PwC because this was for, it, it, I wouldn't say out of the blue but for, for, for your background somebody with, with I know with your working history it um, it, it was it was a huge well, not, not, not say shot but I was a very I was very pleased I was very pleased but I was uh, because well we're going to talk about what you've been doing before uh, PwC and we'll see that actually it's <laughs> It's quite far away from what, what you're used to. Just a tad, yeah, just a tad. Yeah. Um, you were... Well, anyway, tell, tell, tell us. How, 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 how was the whole process of getting into such an amazing... Well, not just amazing, because they take care of you from the sounds of it, and you, you're, you're taken care of very well. But in terms of the prestige, in terms of the name, a global firm global company how well how did it feel like uh to to get in what was the process and and how's it and how's it today yeah well obviously starting from the beginning i'd actually never heard of pwc or any of the big four the big four being pwc ey kpmg and deloitte the big four accountancy the big four auditors whatever they get called there's four of them they're very big um I'd never heard of them before I went to university and it was with a close, I believe it was through a relationship uh, that PwC had with the university itself that they came in, someone, someone from there who I've yet to meet again, came in and gave us a presentation. This talked about what they did, the different areas, how to apply, what they're looking for. And I found it very interesting, but this was in my first year at university and 
I sort of didn't really think about it that much until third year really so I sort of put it back in my mind and then I saw then we all got to that time which I'm sure a lot of people might be going through now or thinking about where they're like hmm I should really get a job mm. and I should really start applying yesterday yeah so and they were the first one that popped into my mind really um, so I did, I did an application I actually sent out my initial application and nearly well, I, nearly, I, nearly, I nearly didn't reply to the email because I thought I was down on myself I thought that um I thought oh, well, I wasn't smart enough really. I'd sort of built it up in my head enough. So it was only through basically my, basically, I just, I, I did in the end, obviously. I did apply. I did respond to that email, went through the um, recruitment process. And yeah, and I'll say in hindsight, looking back, I thought of it as like this ridiculously out of my league place. And it may still be, I may be. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we, we haven't. Here, yeah. I haven't seen the depths of it yet. After only just under a year, I thought about it. But looking back now and looking back, I already feel like I've been there for several years. I, really? I get, I, yeah, I get on with everyone. I mean, it, I mean, I, I've never. I'm not associated with PwC in any way. However, I have been to a few of their events, and the one thing that all the staff say is that it's it is a family. Uh, culture. They'll always say it's the people. It's the people, and and I think that's what makes yeah the the, the place, the organisation, the, the 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 team that you're in. Yeah, and, but, but, and I'll be I'll be honest um, as well with um that, that saying it's the people. You heard everyone tell that to you, working there, and you'd probably be sat there behind that booth at a recruitment yeah. fair, being like, yeah, sure, because yeah. we've all heard it. We've all heard it from yeah, every yeah, company. Yeah. But really, coming through, I'm now find myself saying that too saying that to people about it so really it is true and it's true at every level yeah no I, I and certainly seeing you grow as a person and do that you know really de developing as a as a as a leader in your uh, community and you know back home and and starting to in manchester finding your your your, your feet in manchester I've, I've definitely seen a change in you, as you, you were saying, and I'm not going to say it about you, but you were saying it yourself, you're saying that you, you were quite rather, you know, introverted. But I, I've seen a huge 160, uh, well, not 160. <laughs> Nearly <laughs> all the way around. 180, 180 or 360. One of, the, one, one of those, one of those big turnarounds, big transformations. And I have to say, it... Genuinely, you really, you really come out of your shell, and, and I think, and I think definitely, PwC has um, uh, played a huge part in that. Yeah. Now, you were saying about how before you applied, you were doubting yourself. You were saying that, oh, is it out of my league? Am I smart enough? Now, you, you're. You, I've seen you play rugby. I've seen you. You know, we've been to club. We've been no. We've been to clubs. You're not the. You're not the most. You're not. I wouldn't say you lack confidence. Maybe introvert, but I wouldn't say you lack confidence. Now, so, what do you say to somebody who has these doubts? And I think we all do from time to time. But what do you say to someone, 16, 17, 18, 19, who's maybe in in first, second year? Of uh, uni, third year in uni, or, or even even in, in in school, sixth form at the moment. What do you say to these people who are like, oh, I I really don't think that I'm smart enough. I'm good enough for a firm like that. Well, what I'd say, um, 
Well, I think first, obviously, when, when we're 16, when we've done your GCSEs, and even all the way up to A-levels, and perhaps even the start of uni, you've only really been measured by your exam results. Yeah. And that is just one facet of intelligence at the end of the day. Um, people, the, I mean, you know the people, there's the people who are bad at exams, but they say all the right things in the oh, lessons. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, was, I was one of them. Really? In a way. We didn't have many classes together. No, we didn't. We all we took very different subjects. I was yeah. very science focused. I I wanted to be a dentist initially. No, I know. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, you 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 did a few placement. Um, yeah. Few. What do you call that? I did a bit of work experience. Yeah, that's it. Work experience. At, at my own yeah. dentist. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just I realized as well with um, dentistry and even then, sort of the medical profession. I feel, of course, people think about what a lot of people will look at jobs in is the money and mm. like you look at a doctor you look, I mean I mean your brother's um, going to be a doctor isn't he yeah 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 I've got I've got uh, you know two first cousins who are one's already a doctor one's going to be a doctor and my brother's going to be like, I'm the only one who's in, 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 in law but uh, you know we all have different aspirations outside of the law uh, or outside of with our own interests and and whatnot, but I, and that's something we will definitely talk about, yeah. you know, uh, in in the future, uh, with with uh, future leader X and and on this show. Um, but yeah, you 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 were saying. Yeah, so I think really in order to sort of get your confidence in yourself, because they talk about finding stuff you're good at. Yeah. And we're all realistic sometimes. Some things, if you are with them, might not necessarily translate into the professional world. If, that, if that's what you want to go into. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, how do you know you're going to be a good accountant? Or how, do you, how, how do you know that you're going to be a good uh, engineer or something? I mean, you haven't been experienced. I just think, really, you've just got to find, I mean, it's quite, I mean, you find, you don't even have to find much what you enjoy necessarily. I think you've got to find something you, you have to try and be more perhaps result orientated rather than enjoying the process. That's how I found at the end of the day. It's how I it's, it's how I translated everything really like exercising. I absolutely hate running, but I enjoy having finished a run. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, I there's some parts of my job and I'm sure if anyone from my job is, is they'll agree that some parts which are not the best at times, but I enjoy being good at it. I enjoy getting better at it and I enjoy even if I don't enjoy the process itself, I enjoy the idea of doing something well mm. and delivering something. And I think you can really apply that to everything. Not even just as building confidence, I think as a motivator, that you've got to be motivated. You've got to have a goal, obviously. You've got to be motivated by the end result. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I know I'd, I'd second that. Um, God knows, being in a, in a law firm, especially during this... Uh, and, and the phrase that we, we like to we hear so often now is these unprecedented times uh, <laughs> unprecedented times unprecedented times uh, it's unprecedented the amount of times unprecedented has been said you know if you look at all the newspapers and unprecedented and amounts of unprecedented I times I know and but yeah working God knows working in a law firm is tough it really is tough especially when you're assisting you know people who have had experience for so many years so incredibly technical technically gifted um, lawyers it, it is tough but yeah. when when you know that you've 
successfully helped them or com- you've completed a task that was really challenging, you get a, an immense uh, sense of satisfaction. And um, this is this is in, this is in the in the job. But I just like to try and pin you back to the, the to the original point, which was, what do you say to somebody? who was in your position, you were in that position when, just before you applied to PwC, what, 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 what do you say to them? I'd say really, obviously, I think we rambled on a bit there before, but I'd say really <laughs> is that it's, perhaps it's not going to get easier, but you're going to get better at it. Okay. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. That's all I say. I, I ended up in, I ended up deriving a lot of my motivation, a lot of my self-confidence really from just, Doing stuff well, like I said, even like I say, go back to exams, you, know, you build up your confidence through handing in a good assignment, handing in your best assignment. You build up your confidence for getting through when you start applying, for getting that first interview stage, for getting the, um, obviously like, mm. past the online tests, yeah. getting through these next layers. And you just, you can, I think you don't have to like, you don't have to like doing it, but you've you just got, you, you've got, you've got to aim for it here, haven't you? you know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I agree. How did you, tell yourself or maybe I've asked you this before but I mean I, again we keep coming back to the, the thing what do you say to, to somebody who's, who's scared of applying well I'll just say if you don't apply the answer is always going to be no no matter yeah. how good you are yeah the famous Wayne Gretzky uh, yeah. quote which is you miss 100% is that, is it yeah you miss 100% of the shots you never take is that Jordan or Wayne Gretzky I, th- I think it was Wayne Gretzky. It, well, it, well, well, it was a sportsman. Somebody's got here yeah, a sportsman and uh, a North American sportsman. Uh, somebody will fact check because in the comments, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but so, how long was this process? I'd say from first, it was kind of not long, as in there, there was a sort of there was a lot. The first few stages of it took possibly about week or two going through the various um, sort of prerequisite, you know, putting in your CV information, which yeah. I'm sure a million people have done. You've had to upload your CV in some places and then you have to type out your CV again in the yeah. following boxes, which yeah. everyone hates, obviously. Yeah. I think this is a recommendation for companies is to stop mm. doing that. <laughs> that'll definitely put people off. Um, I think it, it has to be done. It has to be done yeah. some way to weed out the people who are serious and the people who are not. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. But yeah, I'd say, and then there was quite a, um, there was a larger waiting period. I, I went through the initial course online tests. I then had a video interview, which unlike some of the other video interviews, which I've had, and I'm sure other people have had, was very in depth. Mm. I had to, I did my usual the talk about what you do in a certain situation with a, a, a difficult client, for example, the actual mm. questions escaped me what would it be, how would you approach this? And then during it, I also had to give like a 10 minute presentation into the camera, which was, I was not expecting because no one had told me. And then I, we downloaded an app and it was like, okay, now you're going to do this. You've got five minutes to prepare and here's all these documents to read. So that was certainly a real, just a really, I was, I was sat there like shaking. It's a good thing I wasn't recording the entire time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We did that. How's it going, by the way? How's it going? We're on camera now. This is something you know I've had. I've had some experience in. Is this? How are you? Are you comfortable? We good? No, I'm good. I'm quite good. I've got yeah. my uh, got my water here. I'm actually going to take a sip. Stay hydrated. I think that's what. Yeah, stay hydrated. Um, is 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 what I want to know. What kind of 
just just tell us a bit about your, your your job. What do you do? What do you do? What is your what is your job description? What is your role? What 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 do you yeah. do? So <laughs> I am on the uh, risk assurance in PwC, which covers all of the sport, sort of audits that aren't really uh, that aren't exa- like your external uh, regulatory audits have to be performed. This is sort of in in a, in a way kind of optional mm-hmm. for a lot of companies, but they bring you in. We focus more on the controls than the output yeah. um, necessarily of a process. So this can be anything from your health and safety, for example, making sure you've all got everything to do with fire safety. To how your controls around how would you, like we're talking about recruiting, how would you recruit people? How would you manage? Mm. How do you know that people are having enough progression as well? Of course. And what's in place? So we do smaller scale reviews on them. I've been involved in a few across higher education, uh, government, uh, yeah, government, public sector. And it's it's quite interesting. I, f- I find my job quite interesting, obviously. Yeah, I, I no, do. it is. I, I, I know it is. Um, you, you have lots of stories. Yeah, I we'll, do. Uh, we'll stay prime. Well, I hope you've really enjoyed the first part of that interview with Cole Chapman. Um, unfortunately, we had a little bit of a technical glitch. Our cameras cut out after some time. Uh, we will be sorting this out in future shows, obviously. Uh, we're going to have to play around with the format. But right now, I'd like to invite everybody to listen to the second part, the audio of that interview. And if you like, go on a run, put the kettle on, do some chores, and listen to this second part where we discuss uh, Cole's life prior to joining PwC. And it's sure to be a really interesting one, and I hope you like it. Here's part two. So we're back with part two of our podcast. Uh, Cole, where, where, where did we leave it? I mean, we're talking about your role at PwC. Yeah, I was sort of summarizing it, obviously, with as we're getting towards the end, we, we go in, we tell people what they're doing well, what we're doing poorly. We build a relationship with them really because they want to get better. Ideally, they'll employ us and they'll listen to our constructive feedback around their processes and they'll get better. And then, yeah, they'll, they'll just benefit from it really. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely going to have another episode with you on. Um, perhaps we'll have, you know, visuals as well. We can maybe... I don't know. We'll, 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 well, I would love to have you back on, um, but one of the reasons why I wanted you on in the first place is because, like I said, you have uh, quite an interesting background, don't you? Um, before PwC, and I'd just like you to tell the guests about about that. Yeah. Yeah. So really, if we're going to start at the beginning, really, I come from a showman's background. So my family, so this is all. Um, my family historically we'd uh, run take uh, run have our own machines on travelling fairgrounds going right all the way arcades, back arcades yeah. arcade machines yeah um, uh, yeah but this is uh, before that um, so like my grandparents they travel around they had a a hoopla we'd throw the rings yeah so fair fair, <laughs> fair games fair and, games yeah. my my dad um, has never worked for anyone else in his life family run business Jason family run right, yeah <laughs> Yeah, if you ask him about it, 
he'll have some strong words on working for anyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, and me growing up, I did always have, I think, even if my parents would be like, maybe you weren't the best at times, I, I understood the value of work, of, of hard work, really. With us running amusements, arcades, we ran them mainly on like holiday, uh, holiday camps, so quite seasonal work. It would be very tough. I mean, my dad would be sat there we sat there for like 15 hours and I was often there with him obviously as I got older I got more involved um, and it's been and even towards the end of it we saw a lot of change as well obviously with the difference in cash like what people have what people want really the change in gambling laws it's been quite I'd say tough it was tough as I was I was working with him through the entirety of uni and, and, was, and way before that when you were at school as well yeah way before summer, starting I, about 13, 14 full time but I'd learned to I can count money in my head like no one's business <laughs> <laughs> give change to people give out infinite amounts of two pence coins yeah uh, no I, I must say uh, we have had a lot of fun um, in, the, in the arcade <laughs> um, lovely people over there in the fish and chip shop as oh, well yeah. and the shop and the nice dog Woody uh, <laughs> and great, great was a chihuahua or something I don't, I don't know, know what he was I don't so think they knew what he was either Woody. Uh, <laughs> but we have um, lots of uh, yeah we had lots of lots of fun there and I think a lot of the skills that you gained there are so applicable to the the role that you have now. Yeah, I'd say, well, obviously from a young age, you, you sometimes dealt with more, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use quite a political term here, of difficult people. I, I, I sometimes think that people on holiday might be more inclined to become stressed when certain things don't go their way because they're on holiday, they paid money to be there. And really, and I, and I do understand it completely, I'm not saying. So I've often had to deal with some more difficult customers from quite a young age, and I learned eventually to stop calling my dad yeah. to get with them because I got a bit uh, overwhelmed. But, yeah, I'd say the main thing was in everything, you can't really avoid speaking to people, mm. and you can't avoid interacting with, with anyone, be it be customer-facing and that, I believe that's now translated into like, I'm actually like in a client facing role now or just even speaking amongst yourselves I mean we had to deal with a lot of workplace politics you can mm. imagine when it's family <laughs> yes of course yeah. but, and, um, and I know your family are you know five, six, seven, eight individuals with very strong opinions and very strong personalities I you know I love them all I, I, I get on you know famously with, 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 with all of them I, I and, and I think nobody works harder than your family. I think your your grandparents who are, nice still, who are still who, who are still at it. Not at the moment, well, obviously. The moment, they obviously, are shielding. I mean, but up till recently, they they, 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 they they were working every day. I mean, throughout the summer, it's a non-stop job. And now with the with the cafe and with with everything, it's non-stop. Your mother works so you know. You, it's it's it's. It's not a surprise to see why you're doing so well right now and why a, a, a company with the history and prestige of PwC is picking someone like you to join them and hopefully grow and do very well um, 
with with them because your work ethic is is and, and your family. I mean, it, it, the work ethic is in, is, is incredible, yeah. and, I, and I've seen it since from a very young age. The yeah. the I think what where where it has affected our relationship is where we've wanted to go, or at least the number of nights out that, <laughs> that you've had to say no to growing up, or parties that you've missed because of your commitments. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it has taken a toll. Well, not. I mean, a few experiences you did miss out on, but I mean, what what you've gained in the long long run, I, I think. Would you say it was a fair trade? Or was it was a good trade. I I think it is in the end. I think to be honest, if even if you ask them, it's not in terms of what we do. It's a bit of a not so fun job, and I think people need at some point, or it would benefit from people. It would benefit people to just ha- do a job that they don't necessarily enjoy and it's like I come back to you know talking about like the results I mean the result is you get paid money and don't we all like money we all need money oh we love money and get us we something and then do, yeah. even when you're doing that job you don't enjoy like I derived in of course a testosterone field teenage way of carrying the most buckets of money everywhere <laughs> <laughs> I've actually tried guys I've actually tried that job um it is. It is quite tough. It is quite tough. You know, you're carrying how, 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 how heavy are these buckets? Well, if you fill a, a standard bucket with about fifty, sixty pound of two pences, yeah, that's several thousand. You're looking at about twenty kilos. Yeah, for each bucket. For each bucket. And you're yeah. stacking these buckets. So, guys, if I can make a visualize this, you're carrying one of these dollies. Yeah. Um, and you've got lots of empty buckets stacked one on top of a, a, another. And uh, you take them all out, fill them all uh, with, with, with two yeah. penny coins, and then you stack them back onto each other. So this is about 68, 60 to 80 kilos yeah. of coins. We, we also have to, I mean, a lot of people do this now. We go past normal counting machines. We weigh them. Obviously, scales yeah. now are a lot quicker. So we take that one, we pour it into another bucket to weigh it, mm. which is its own problem. And we've all been doing this. I did this since I was a kid. My granddad still were doing it until we took over me and my dad because yeah. <laughs> it's like he needs a break yeah yeah probably yeah. never admit that yeah would you would you say um well i mean which 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 uh, i mean this is this this is either a very easy question or a very hard question which do you prefer your old life or the life that you have now at pwc because one is with your family and now this obviously is a, it's a new kind of family would you would you trade it? Would you want to? Do you ever wake up in <laughs> in the middle of the night and think, oh "My God, I would I'd much rather be running a, you know, be working with my family." I think, to be honest, if I were to weigh them up, I'd say, and it sounds quite, you know, looking at it in a really like unemotional way, but at the end of the day, I I feel I can get I feel I can get more. I while I did enjoy it and I enjoyed it in a certain way, I feel that unfortunately and as well it was down to a lot of the economy and people changing you know the prevalence of online gambling video games of course mm. died. I feel I can get more out of my job now and I feel there is more room for improvement now mm. personally while I did enjoy my work and my dad my, my, my father actually um, he did he did end up selling the business moving yeah, into, moving into uh, end of an era certainly yeah moving into food really yeah uh, he had a, runs a lovely cafe I know he loves running the 
<laughs> the ice cream uh, section. All the we all we all love running the ice cream because yeah. you have to taste test everything every few minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how, how how is it doing now? Is it is it closed? No, reopened? Um, we have re- we've reopened. Obviously, in line with the COVID guidelines, we are socially distanced. Mm-hmm. Many screens PPE for everyone he's done a real good job I think just just out of interest where let's just talk about this cafe I mean I'm sure a lot of the listeners now they're thinking well okay where are we going to go on our holidays we can't really go abroad we don't want to get in a plane why don't we get in the car let's go to the seaside let's go to you know these are the traditional British holiday destinations you know we're talking about was it Skipsy? Yeah, uh, it's actually in the next village across. It's a lovely little seaside oh, town. Hornsey. Town called Hornsey, yes. Lovely place, yeah. Uh, Hornsey. Love Hornsey. Lots of great uh, bed and breakfasts. Uh, lots of holiday uh, Lots camps. of fish and chips. Lots of fish and chips. Everyone loves fish and chips. The fish and chips in the northeast or the, in, the, in Yorkshire, whether it be, you know, some of the best wet wang wet wang one of the oh, funny Some word but great funny place. word <laughs> really good fish and chips yeah and uh, to be honest I think you guys do some well we, you, st- you still have a few don't you nah um, that was another thing that sort of went away when we, we sold the business yeah, yeah, yeah. we moved to a full one so now there's I don't know, one. am I allowed to plug it here? Yeah, of course, go a, ahead, go ahead. Obviously, uh, I'm going to ask my dad for his uh, sponsorship money. Of, uh, yeah. It's a <laughs> Brewer's Kitchen and Deli in the seaside town of Hauntsey. It's a lo- they, lovely place. They, they've, they've taken over... Uh, how, how was it before you, you took over? Because I remember I it think wasn't when you did the whole redecoration, it was... It was it was a big job. Yeah. It was a big job. I think your 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 mum, grandmother, they, they've put a lot of love into the into the process. Uh, I know um, the food. The food is really good. Uh, yeah, I think it wasn't necessarily bad as much as um, of its time and a bit tired. Yeah. I think moving on, and that really is. I'm going to try and roll this into a metaphor generally of. <laughs> And this was also what happened with our previous business. And I do take a lot from my dad in that he always was looking at the next thing because he, he, saw, he saw stuff coming. And in a way, this is, in, it is, I know a lot of big businesses do this now. So this, this applies at any scale, really. It's like, where is the market? You can be the best. You can have the best cafe on the planet, but if no one likes cafes, you're still going to have no one show up. Yeah. So is that, that, that is, I suppose, the the story of the arcade business that you can have the best run arcade but if nobody wants because everybody's moving as you said to you know online you know games or online gambling nobody wants to go into uh, especially with this is net final nail in the coffin whoever's taken over that but yeah I think for some of them and as well continuing my rolling it into bigger metaphors I think this is another thing that people leaving university would have to think about in that it, I, I perhaps look at it from a more cynical way of, you know, find something that you're good at and that people want you to be good at mm. and that people are willing to help you get better at it and then, ben- and then everyone benefits because they'll have a fantastic employee yeah. and you'll probably have a fantastic job mm. and, of course, fantastic wages that we all want that we're all looking for yeah. after uni. Tell me, just for anybody... Um who's interested in going into the big four, into these very prestigious companies. Now, 
what kind of skills are we looking at? Transferable skills. I'd say uh, just, 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 just a quick one. I, I, one of the reasons why Future Leader X exists is because, you know, we feel a lot of these soft skills aren't really taught. Um, but what, what, what kind of skills do you need? I'm gonna start with probably a weird one, and that is you need to learn to read something properly and properly read it. A lot of people will read something, and me starting. Uh, me also at the start was like this and, and to be fair I still do you don't you don't really take in what it what it's telling you you'll be you'll read for example I don't know you'll read instructions you'll read a process and you'll be like that's fine your brain's already filled in what it thinks should be there but as part of our job and as part of any job a lot of jobs really you're gonna have to sort of really know it inside out and know every detail of it Mm. I think, yeah, a lot of people just do not read stuff properly. And I was guilty of this very much in university. Yeah. Very much doing that. It's very my... important in law, trust yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot to say about yeah, people yeah, not yeah, reading yeah, stuff yeah. properly. No, it's very, yeah, it was very important. Uh, it's reading, um, also listening to people. And uh, these, once again, may sound the most generic, but it's down to active listening is, of course, you know, asking, uh, you can look up active listening. You can be, know how to be an active listener as opposed to be a passive listener. You know what questions you want to ask to sort of steer the conversation the way you want. And at the end of the day, I think you also need to get get pretty um, pretty okay with at the start getting told what to do a lot of the time and just getting on with it. Mm. Being Def- part of a team, yeah. being told, yeah, being able to be led. Yeah, being able to follow a leader is another skill in itself because I think going, I think. Uh, be of course being more senior in certain organisations there'll be several teams of managers working together and these are people used to delegating everything and of course they then have to follow the person who may have the most uh, expertise the most intimate knowledge of an area and that might be hard for some people I mean I'm not saying about anyone I know I'm not privy to that within my organisation at the moment but definitely you also as well as like of course you know say being a leader being able to take charge it's being able to have someone else take charge and you Mm. to work as part of a team and I feel that's a thing which is probably quite hard to replicate at universities but I do feel that perhaps they could put more emphasis on it in some way whatever way they can Mm. no definitely definitely I I, I definitely agree on the uh, active listening part one of the skills that I've found um, growing up and or, or in my development, it's a very important skill to be able to listen to someone. Because when you listen, you learn. And um, yeah, you, 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 you learn way more than when you're speaking, obviously. And I'm learning a lot. And I'm sure the listeners are going to be learning a lot from someone like you. Uh, and, and the many guests that we uh, have lined up who we, we all want to learn from um, I, I'd like to wrap things up with final question um, we're going to have you on uh, a few more times I'm sure many times long may uh, this podcast uh, show continue but I'd like to wrap it up with a, with a question what do you think leadership is? Well, that is. I'm not trying to railroad you here, you know, catch you out of supply, uh, catch you out, uh, 
but um, this is the future leader experience and I thought it would be appropriate you know to ask our first well, ever guest what he thinks well, leadership is I think that well, what makes a good leader um, well I think that leadership can't really exist and I'm perhaps I'm question it can't really exist without an understanding and be that an understanding of the people you're leading be that an understanding of what you've got to do you can have every leadership every ounce of charisma but I think really a leader as opposed to a boss a boss will tell you what to do and a leader will show you how to do it mm. and in the end if you've got to show them how to do it you've got to understand what you're doing in the first place you, yeah. can't, you can't just be a taskmaster yeah I mean the reason why I, I asked this is because there's so many studies that have come out showing how um, lots of current employees in the world right now the western world as we, or that, that you know um, studies took place and a lot of them feel that actually their leadership skills aren't being tested uh, and that not, not in, in addition to that uh, they're following people who they don't enjoy following and they don't uh, they don't want to go to work because of these people a lot of people a lot of these studies also you know show that this uh, lots of these people they're not going to be at the same company in the next two years we're seeing loyalty in in um in business diminish few there's no more uh, well there's very few uh, cases of people staying in one company for a long, long period of time, developing that kind of uh, length of service. And, you know, that's, that, that's a question that we would like to tackle uh, on this show and obviously uh, get into other people, you know, into our guests' um, interesting lives and, and what, what makes them... Uh, uh, well, here's a, before, we, before we end it, just another question. Cole, where, where, where do you see uh, things going in the next year Me? for yourself? I think uh, Touchwood, obviously. Yeah. I'll still be at PwC. I'll have been promoted again. You hopefully. hope, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. All, all fingers, all toes crossed. We'll, uh, we'll still be there, I hope. I'll get a bit more involved, really. I hope I get to start tackling some leading other people, delegating, mm. running projects. And I know that they are looking for me to do that. They push everyone to do that. Yeah, that's really good. And I think, really, we get developed a lot there. We get developed a lot in our company. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to staying there another year, really. Well, no, I'm sure a long time, but that's just a prediction of... Yeah. of, of, of at least we're going to get at least another year in there, <laughs> I'm going to say. No, 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 I'm sure. No, honestly, I mean, the, I've, I've met some of the people, some of your um, colleagues and some of... Uh, and I, and I, you know, from, from, from what I hear, I only hear good things uh, from, from, from... Yes, it's hard work. Yes, it's challenging at times, but um, it's... it's it, I'm sure you'll be there a very long time, hopefully a very long time. And, um, yeah, and they'll continue developing you and you continue developing your, your leadership skills. Uh, I think we're, that's a, that's a nice uh-huh. place to leave things. We hope you enjoyed this show, this podcast. This is our first ever episode with Mr. Cole Chapman of PwC. You can, where, where can people find you, uh, Cole? 
Um, they can find me on LinkedIn. They can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, uh, Cole Chapman on, on Insta- any, in, in, anywhere else. Instagram. Uh, Instagram. We'll, we'll they'll leave, we'll they'll be linked down in the comments. Well, well, not just in the comments, but we'll put it in the description. We'll put uh, all your details in there. We'll shout out to the Brewers uh, Deli <laughs> in Hornsey. Yeah. Uh, if you're ever feeling like you want to go somewhere with your friends, with your family for a nice little break, I'm sure, uh, you know, the Chapman family will be very happy to see you. Uh, but that's all for our first ever show. We're going to be running, a few, you know, hopefully many, many more um, shows and with very interesting guests. We've got a few lined up and we can't wait to get chatting with them. All right. Thank you very much, guys.